Welcome to episode 96 of the Scarlet Faithful Podcast. This is Aaron Brightman coming to you a little bit later on Wednesday, June 21st, the first official day of summer, also the day that my daughter graduated preschool. So it's been a busy, hectic day, but wanted to cover lots of goings-ons with, uh, once again, you know, Rutgers football, basketball, and baseball recruiting just even since yesterday. A lot of developments, a lot of uh, positive things going on, and really wanted to focus on that. So first off, huge flip today for Rutgers football. Sam Robinson from Florida, Tallahassee, linebacker. This is, you know, for me, the biggest thing that stands out, aside from the fact that, you know, he's a highly rated guy, he's a high three-star. He's now the third highest recruit in the 24 class for Rutgers. But from perspective of they, they've done a really good job, obviously, of Florida over the years with Shiano and, and recently, right, the last few years, he's now the fifth commit from Florida in this current class. They haven't, I, I have to look this up. I haven't had time to yet, but they, for sure in this class, like they don't typically get top 75, top 100 guys, uh, prospects in Florida. That's not to say that the prospects they aren't getting from Florida aren't worthy and uh, good ads because Florida is so deep with talent. You could be a top 200 recruit in Florida and, you know, you're, you're going to make an impact at the FBS level. So, at the power five level for sure. So uh, Robinson's ranked number 64 in Florida uh, by 24 seven sports. And then their composite rankings, which include recruiting services, you know, on three rivals and ESPN, he's ranked 90th uh, nationally in the composite. He's top 700. He's top. What is he? Linebacker top 60. So th th that's pretty solid. I mean, his grade, he's a, he's an 88 grade. That's that's really good. He's the third highest recruit in the class, and that's not an indictment of the Rutgers class. And I've talked about this at length, but you know, I really do think there's a lot of talent in the class. I think it's probably going to be the best recruiting class that Shiano's had since he's returned. Um, but this is obviously a huge ad, ad for many reasons. Um, first of all, you're getting into an area of Florida. You know, getting Southern Florida is huge. Um, well, Tallahassee is not exactly Southern Florida, but my point is they're getting into areas of Florida that they haven't in the past. Uh, he did get a look from Florida State. He, he, he visited there, but he, listen, he had SEC offers, Arkansas, ACC, Louisville. Uh, he, and he flipped from Central Florida, which, by the way, is going to the Big 12. Uh, so he committed to Central Florida in January. He took an official there earlier this month. Rutgers got him, uh, just shows uh, that Rutgers has connections down there in Florida, got him on campus for an official visit on Monday, and he flipped. So really big, you know, just for, in terms of a linebacker potential, uh, you know, he's 6'3", hits really hard on tape. He's got uh, really good uh, speed for his size and his position. Um, so he's got a ton of potential. He also played with uh, – to have his name right there. The the other linebacker he played with in high school this past year is going to Georgia. Um, I don't know if I can find it right this moment, but I wrote it in my article. If you go to uh, scarletfaithful.com, uh, you can see – oh, is um, Ray, Raylan Wilson. He's going to Georgia. That's who he played alongside with. So, he you know, and Tallahassee – I mean, he, he's played some big-time high school football games – this guy 
is a really good ad. And I think it obviously continues a pipeline in Florida, but I also think just in terms of the athleticism of this class, that it, you know, when you lose Judah Pruitt to BC, and I know people are hung up on it. I already got a comment on Facebook. Oh, I hope he doesn't flip to BC now. Ha ha. Listen, BC is going to, they're always going to get, you know, Rutgers and BC com compete. And there's New Jersey kids that are going to flip to BC or go to BC over Rutgers. It's just a reality. I mean, how many friends I, I know I, I had friends that went to BC over Rutgers just, and they weren't athletes. I, I, it's just going to be, and it ties to what I said yesterday. New Jersey kids sometimes just want to get out of the state. But to go down to Florida and get this kid to flip from Central Florida, I mean, yeah, I know I know Central Florida isn't – UCF isn't a power five uh, yet, but they will be, and they've had a lot of success recently, and that, that's a good program. So this is a big get. Um, to have him on campus at, like that, you know, after just taking an official to him, it, like I said, he has uh, Arkansas, uh, Arizona, Colorado just offered. So he had a, a fair share of power five offers. So this is this is a really good win for Rutgers on the recruiting trail. trail. 614 overall prospect uh, for 24-7 uh, sports. And they're now the number 27 class nationally, sixth in the Big Ten in the composite ranking. So they needed – they kind of – you know, I, I talked about things kind of trending maybe the wrong way a little bit, and this was a big win. So get some kind of back on the right foot. They also have two other uh, – had two other official visitors this week already. Xavier Lucas, another Florida kid, three-star defensive back. But, I mean, he, his offers are off the charts. I mean, Alabama, Auburn, Florida State, Michigan. He just visited Wisconsin, visited Illinois. He's supposed to visit Iowa next week uh, – or this weekend, excuse me. Um, so they got him on an official. Yeah, it was in the middle of the week, but they got, they got him to campus. So, again – it's baby steps. I know everybody wants to see a top 20 class, but I do think there are steps happening in this recruiting cycle with Rutgers that, that are positive changes that I was concerned after last year that recruiting was kind of losing momentum long-term. And I think that this cycle is proving that that's not true. And whether it's bringing in a Dave Brock, who's a veteran who has connections down in North Carolina and gets two really athletic wide receivers and Benjamin Black and Isaiah Crumpler, you know, you have um, Marquise Watson just emerging and, and continuing to, to excel uh, as a recruiter. Um, you know, I know I'm probably, I'm, I'm not trying to slight anyone else, but those are two examples for me that, that jump out in terms of doing really good work right now. Uh, but as a staff, I think, you know, and Harris Simiak, I mean, and Heatherman, you know, they, they've, it's their second year now. I think they're adding really good defensive recruits. Um, so uh, overall, I have a good feeling in terms of where they were last year versus right now. I have talked about they need to finish strong. You know, right now you're 15 spots. So every spot that's available has to be cherished. You know, that that's a value every spot has major value. You have to, you have to add a guy you know, in that top half of the class, maybe one or two, you know, take flyers on kids, but I would say, you know, 15 commits where you're in the rankings, you know, you still don't have a four star. You have a few high three stars now though. Um, I would say, you know, you would hope those last five, seven spots, you get some real impact guys in terms of uh, position need, but also uh, ceiling wise, recruiting, ranking wise, all that. So we'll see what happens. 
But uh, I mean, Lucas would be a huge win. He's a three star, but like again, it's yes, rankings are important, ratings are important, but it's also not everything. And again, I was I'm, I'm a big offer guy. I love looking at offer lists, and I mean, his offer list is crazy. Uh, defensive back uh, from Dillard High School in Florida, and then they had Ka uh, Cash Sanders, Bergen Catholic standout. Um, you know, he's a four star. Uh, but you know, if you ask me if I had Lucas or Sanders, I'd say I want Lucas, but regardless Sanders, you know, it could be a offensive or, or defensive player. Uh, you know, he's been to both North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Penn state has been on him. So we'll, we'll see what happens with him. Um, Rutgers doesn't always have great success at Bergen Catholic, but Hey, they got three high profile, uh, three really good visitors, officially official visitors this week. So they're working it. They're grinding it out, and uh, it's great to see. Um, and, and just going back to – and I wrote about this a while ago, but just in terms of the geography, so 15 commits, five out of Florida, uh, 10 out of state. No, excuse me, uh, 12 out of state now. Uh, so finally, you know, part of it is the New Jersey class is, is lower ranked this year than past years. But I really like seeing Rutgers go out of state and get good athletes, high potential guys. You know, they're, they're getting top 20 guys in other states. And that's what you got to do. And all Rutgers programs focus on New Jersey, but sometimes to a detriment. And again, it's that philosophy and leaving, wanting to leave New Jersey. So I think that's been really refreshing and uh, just huge one for football today. And uh, obviously, as more uh, news comes out in terms of, yeah, I talked about yesterday, um, just in terms of Corey Duff deciding next week, June 29th, we'll see what happens there. That could be a big one. Uh, basketball. So uh, they had a visitor yesterday. It is not for uh, the current cycle. It's 2025. Nigel James, uh, another New England uh, recruit. They just uh, got Bryce Dorch to commit, four-star uh, out of Massachusetts last week, and now they have another Massachusetts kid, uh, Nigel James, visit this week. He does not have any ratings yet, um, but I had written this week, and that was just uh, you know part of what I wanted to talk about with the 2025 class. You know, they just offered Darius Acuff, who isn't rated yet either, and his offer list is through the charts. I mean, it's Kentucky, Kansas, Michigan, Michigan State. Rutgers is pushing hard. They have a connection with Marlon Williamson, the new assistant coach. And now you get um, Nigel James, uh, who they made direct contact with on the first day last Thursday, and they get him on campus a week later. It wasn't an official visit, but, um, you know, he came with his parents. He's at a, a Cushing Academy, also plays for um, Expressions Elite on the AAU, and he's he's been having a huge spring. Um, Jeff Goodman, those of you that follow college basketball uh, reporters, uh, one of the best and biggest uh, for Field of 68 and Stadium. Saw him last Friday at uh, a New England prep event, and this is what he wrote. Cushing's Nigel James is putting on a clinic here. So quick, athletic, terrific handle, creates for teammates, gets to basket whenever he wants, and is making threes and step-back jumpers. Really fun player to watch. Then you had another guy for the New England recruiting report, a scout that was there as well, uh, Dylan Thayer. Nigel James at Cushing has had a huge spring. The shifty guard has a handle that keeps defenders on their toes. Finishes through traffic on both sides of the basket. Natural vision as a passer. Has offers from Marquette, St. John's, and Iowa, amongst others. He also has a Creighton offer, Providence, 
this is, you know, this kid's going to be rated really high. Uh, I think, I think it's just a matter of still catching up from the pandemic, but it's like some of the services are just behind, um, you know, is it 2025 KD 6-2? Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I have film on the post. I, I posted about him last night on the Scarlet Faithful. You watch film of him, but super athletic kid. And uh, just the, the the four guards that I've highlighted so far that Rutgers is in on in the class of 25, I mean, it really is remarkable. Um, Acuff and James. And then I wrote about Darius Adams, the top recruit in New Jersey. His sister, Destiny, is at Rutgers now, transferred from North Carolina, former McDonald's All-American. But Darius Adams is, I mean, really, really good. Uh, just knockdown shooter. Very poised, uh, play for um, you know down south, uh, Maniswan and uh, I, Manalpin. I I probably screwed that up right now. Anyway, uh, he might be playing next year somewhere else. But uh, top twenty-five recruit, top recruit in New Jersey, and then um, also uh, they just offered Malik Thomas, who is a the top shooting guard in the country. And uh, there is a connection there with Marlon Williamson as well. So uh, it's really incredible. I tweeted about this last night just in terms of how far basketball recruiting has come through the years when I first started covering the Steve Peichel era and recruiting. And I remember, you know, the live periods and writing about the recruits they were in on. And it just it's 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 unbelievable how different it is now in terms of the level of recruit that they're in on from day one. Uh, I'm just confirming here, uh, Thomas. Uh, yeah, so he he was offered. They, they made op- uh, direct contact with him as well. Uh, he's from Pennsylvania. Uh, but Rutgers is in on four really of the best guards without, without a doubt in the 2025 class, and it's just really great to see. Um, you know, in the past, Rutgers would have a, not even that long ago, you know, maybe a year and a half ago, they had four stars visit and there was no traction. And, um, you know, Pykele has always shot for the moon in terms of uh, recruits and and has not stuck to New Jersey at all, um, but just goes after, you know, kids he thinks can help. And um, obviously the 2024, 2020, uh, first Cliff, it, all, it started with Cliff. Well, really, Montez, he was a four-star, but then Cliff was a huge one, top 50, four-star. Then you get Gavin Griffiths. Now you have the 2024 class formula, and now they're in early on a lot of elite recruits in 25. So momentum is moving forward at a fast pace. And you had Marlon Williamson now. I want to talk about him in terms of making an impact with the transfers. You know, uh, New England Prep, a big part of that is TJ Thompson who uh, did coach uh, AAU program of, with uh, Geo Baker as a star pupil. TJ Thompson played for uh, Carl Hobbs and C. Pykele at GW. Um, but he has his claws in the New England scene. Uh, Pykele always has two, but um, it's it's a big area. And uh, between Knight and Thompson, they're really just, they're, they're really making inroads in the high school ranks. And now you have Marlon Williamson with an opportunity in the transfer portal. And, and, and you, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here. Obviously, you know, he's helping with 25 kids as well. Um, but I'm curious to see if, if, if the strike they get, if, if the, the first player, the best available they get from the portal, if that's a Marlon Williamson connection. And I think that that would add a lot of value just to, in terms of what he brings to the staff. 
both recruiting uh, and obviously hopefully as a coach. Uh, so yeah, big, big developments there for hoops. Uh, we'll see what happens, but you know, I, I feel like every night I write an article about a 25 target 24. We know Dylan Harper. If I didn't talk about it already met made the U19 USA basketball team playing um, at the FIBA world cup starting uh, at the end of this week. Uh, he's, you know, Super busy, going to come back, play the Peace Jam. He's pushing his decision back. I've talked about this before, but I don't think that that's a negative impact on Rutgers at all. And, you know, he's taking interviews. He's talking about Rutgers. Ace Bailey is, you know, uh, obviously in contact with him all the time. Uh, as I've talked about in the past, there's unique factors about Rutgers that makes Rutgers different than all the other schools he's, he's considering. Uh, between the relationships from his brother with the coaches himself for so many years with Ace Bailey, with being a New Jersey kid, wanting to stay home, turn the hometown program around. There's, you know, go to Duke and be another Duke star, go to Rutgers and be a legend. I think that's all in play. I think that's all a factor for him. So uh, something to keep in mind. Uh, I'm still confident. Uh, and then baseball, wanted to end there. Uh, they just uh, announced today Miami catcher, uh, the backup catcher for Miami Hurricanes, always a great college baseball team, uh, J.D. Jones. He's actually from Boulder, Colorado. He played the last two years for Miami. He was a pretty big-time recruit uh, and played for USA Baseball a little bit in some tournaments uh, for them, uh, kind of not for them, but in some regional tournaments they had. And, uh, yeah, they, they've added him through the portal. So he, he didn't play a ton the last two years for Miami. He was the backup, but obviously a high-level kid in terms of as a recruit. And, uh, you know, they've been playing uh, musical chairs a little bit uh, with catcher through the portal. And uh, overall, I think Owens has done a good job through the portal. So this is a big get. I'm going to write about him tonight. Check it out on scarletfaithful.com. But uh, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. And it's great to see these programs uh, having some positive momentum. So uh, more to come this week. And I'll be back with an episode tomorrow. Thanks so much for watching and listening once again here at the Scarlet Faithful.